0: Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the latest episode of Retro Ad Review. Hello. How are you doing?
1: Good. I'm in a cheery Christmas spirit. Well,
0: it's good that you say that because it's Christmas time. Because it'd be kind of weird if you felt like that in March.
1: Actually, I felt pretty bad and not in the Christmas spirit. And I fell asleep. I had a nightmare with three ghosts. And they set me straight.
0: Okay. (laughs) Did you buy a turkey? You nah. boy. What is it? It's like you boy. What day you is on there? What day is it? it's, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, day, sir. That kind of stuff. There's probably a sound clip I uh, we could put into that. You there boy. What? Me? Uh that is a uh, what? Me, sir? What's today? Pardon? What's today, my fine fellow? Today? Well, today is Christmas Day. So that it's not In like a, hundred a bad different little, adi- like, urchin accent.
1: In the hundred different adaptations they had of this thing.
0: Yeah, they've had a lot of it. Which is funny that we mentioned that because one of the ads that we'll be looking at features a very famous character from that. From literature. From, from literature. Um, so, yeah, um, it is the Christmas season and we have released... Uh, this episode fully focused on christmas commercials and those are fun to watch because you know it makes you feel a lot christmasy a lot of christmas commercials are very nostalgic as well some of them like play have either played for a really long time or continue to play to this day so this personally, was personally kind of-
1: personally all uh christmas commercials do get me in the mood like cheery and nice
0: yeah it's this is the power of advertising which is also kind of horrible in a way um but no it's true it does make you feel a little bit it puts you into the kind of christmas spirit and all that kind of stuff and i I think i can appreciate that because the other thing about the good christmas commercials is that they are selling their ad, they're selling their product but they're not doing it in a way that's like beating you over the head. So for instance, you remember the Peloton ad from last year? That one that just like kind of got destroyed online for being yeah. stupid. Like that one just felt way too salesy. It was just kind of like here's our bike that you can buy, but also Christmas. This holiday, give the gift of Peloton. To me, it was incoherent. I was like, what is it trying
1: to tell me other than get the bike? What's it trying to say? With all It had a of this?
0: ton of think pieces and stuff online, but pretty much that one I find is the bad side of the Christmas commercial. The ones that we've selected, I think, do a good job, and they're very, very well-known so for a reason. Yeah, they do more of the Christmas unity and cheeriness thing rather than just like, you know, it's Christmas. Make sure to buy this thing. So, um So yeah, with that, I think we should kick off with the first one, which um, I think most people would know it because it is very famous and well, it's quite special in its own way. So here we go. So in case you were unaware of what that was, that was the Hershey Kisses commercial. Um, That one's really good. And it's playing Jingle Bells. Um, I actually really like about this commercial. Okay. In case you've never seen this commercial, it's a bunch of Hershey Kisses shaped in like the kind of shape of a tree. And there's like a conductor Hershey's Kiss, who's conducting each of the Hershey's to ring like a Jingle Bell. And at the very end, when there's that ding ding, ding 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 at the end it's one of the jingle bells it's just kind of like giving it its all and then when the conductor says cut he kind of uses a <laughs> yeah, like little yeah like the most it he uses wipes little his brow tag. yeah he wipes his brow with the little tag on his head so it's just kind of a nice well there's a reason for that and um, we were kind of looking into it and this is a 15 second ad and it was created in well i guess it was it debuted in 1989 um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, you could do it in November, but maybe the 80s actually kept up with time and you didn't have Christmas after
0: Halloween. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. So maybe it could have <laughs> debuted in November. But anyway, it debuted in of 1989. And it has been playing since 1989 every Christmas. Some version of it anyway. Because... Um, well, okay. To kind of go into the background of this one, there was, there was a guy who, who <laughs> so, worked in uh,
1: advertisement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there was a guy named John Dunn who was the brand manager and they were making ads at the time. And he decided um, that he wanted to make a holiday one. They were making a series of ads for, for Hershey's with their kind of partner company. And, um, yeah. They were working ahead of schedule and he was like, all right, I'm going to come up with a holiday commercial. Now he wasn't supposed to do that. That wasn't part of his remit, but he decided he wanted to do that and thought that he, <laughs> he went the extra mile. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so weird when you think about it. Well, it's not that weird if you really like your job or but something. Like, why would he do that? To, well, to maybe he's feel better in the company? There could be a number of reasons. One, it could be that. The other one would be like, I know Christmas time is really busy and to create something in the run up to it is going to be a mess. So it's better to just get it done early. So Um, let me
1: shoot out a tiny little one.
0: Or he could have just really enjoyed his job and wanted to create a Christmas one and hadn't been, hadn't done (laughs) one yet or something, you know? So number of reasons. Anyway, he wasn't authorized to do it, but he did it anyway and it led to this particular commercial so this commercial is the longest running commercial for hershey's ever Running for 31 years that's a long time and part of the whole thing of hershey's at the time was a whimsical element like they needed to communicate whimsy so the whole you know the kind of Christmassy side of it, like a, a, it playing Jingle Bells, but also that the little Jingle Bells, two of them have like a personality, is also a really sweet, nice element to it. So, you know, the conductor... and the extra the, con- one. the conductor and the guy who goes, the little Jingle Bell that goes nuts at the end, because the conductor's <sharp> even a different color. So he's like silver compared to the others who are the holiday colors for Hershey's Kisses, because Hershey's Kisses are typically silver. Yeah, Um, But during Christmas time, yeah, and during Christmas time, you know, you get the nice red and green ones. And then the little guy at the end wiping his brow from like kind of being stressed about doing a really good job. Like I'm imbuing it with this kind of idea that he's stressed about doing a really good job. Yeah, like, but we don't know that. Um, But I guess that's anthropomorphizing a Hershey kiss. Yeah. So, like, and again, this is 15 seconds of kind of this really fun element, Um, and a few times it's kind of so. The the original was done with like stop motion animation. Um, They revamped it in 2012, where it's a new recording of the audio and it's in CGI. And I think that's the version that's playing now. So since 2000. You can't
1: really tell either.
0: Really? I feel, okay. Maybe at least I, I couldn't. I couldn't be like, oh, well, look at that. I must look at it again. Um, and, and one of the things that was said a long time ago in like the 90s, good bit after it was done, is they do it because they don't wear out like normal commercials. I think it has a number of things going for it in that way. It's Christmassy. It's not beating kind of over short. the head. And it's short. So and it's doing a classic Christmas song. It's just it's just very well made for something so short and quick, which kind of goes to show you don't need all of the crazy stuff that goes into some of these commercials sometimes. You just need a really kind of crystalline yep. idea, a good concept, and then boom, good to go. Um, and the other thing is because it's been running for so long and also taps into kind of nostalgia, so people kind of have an attachment to it in some way. And even just looking at it in front of me right now, I really like... Just even the colors, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really want a Hershey's, the Christmas Hershey's. They're no different from regular Hershey's. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the power of marketing for that. Napping. But anyway. Well,
1: they made a new one.
0: Exactly. So what, so what was the – they made a new one this year. So it did be this year.
1: 2020.
0: Yeah. Um, so in this version, it shows kind of that CGI – Hershey's Kisses bells like the dun dun dun. But then the song gets interrupted. Abruptly, abruptly. Like really abruptly. You're just kind of watching, you're like, oh, it's the 15-second ad I like. And then a little hand, like a little girl's hand, reaches over, grabs one of the Hershey's kisses, and then it just takes us into the kitchen of a family of the little girl with her dad, and they're baking Hershey's Kisses. Um uh, cookies and it's really nice it ends with the thing that says heartwarming the holidays and it's a really nice idea but the interruption of the original commercial really is messed up like you just kind of like hey yeah, what the hell you're happened? Like, you're like anticipating for what you like and then it, it goes to like a trumpetier yeah like jazzy like jazzy version no, 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 of uh, dun, dun, dun. Jingle Bells yeah it does that and it's it's upsetting for that reason because like um it interrupts the song. If they did it at the end, maybe it would be okay. But then it would be too long of a commercial. Or I—I I don't know. But I think the commercial itself is fifteen seconds. Yeah, well, I Depending guess again, it,
1: how much it shows. Right?
0: Yeah, it's
1: it a could sweet. Be
0: it's a sweet commercial, like
1: yeah, on its own. It's, yeah, but the girl is. Baking cookies with her dad with Hershey's Kisses. I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, and the little girl's really cute, and them just kind of putting the uh, the thing, like making Hershey's Cookie Kisses. Like, it's really sweet, but like, they didn't need to attach it to the original. So there was a bit of a backlash with it. Um, the company did respond saying that, you know, that version and the original version were going to continue to air. So, you know, you could be uh-huh. watching television right now expecting to have the original, and then that little dad and the the daughter are making Man, instead. the
1: internet changed enough that we can bully these people on the train, <laughs>
0: and they should be bullied. Yeah. I, I, I think I get what they were going for, but it just kind of kind of screwed it At up a little bit.
1: What they changed it with isn't like something just,
0: awful yeah that's what i mean
1: i could stand on its own and it's like oh
0: that's cute i think that's the kind
1: of jingle bells and just have the little girl with her dad it's like oh, yeah i would like
0: to see an ad of just them because it's a really sweet little it's just sweet you know but they didn't need to mix it together i think maybe they could have done that as like an internet ad or something like that maybe that would have done better than if if it was television or something i don't know I, i guess is what i'm trying to say something about it just doesn't flow so well And I think I say it doesn't flow so well because it cuts off the song. song. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's the Hershey's commercial. Um, It's really, really nice. I'm going to have a really difficult time ranking these at the end. Um, Yeah. So, and which one would I eat? Well, okay. So we should move on to the next commercial, which was also released in 1989 and features a certain famous other mascot. Oh, there? There wasn't one for Hershey's. Does Hershey's have a mascot at all? Has it ever? I don't think so. Huh, that's interesting. Usually chocolates have uh, mascots of some nature. I could be lying. That's probably not true. But anyway, we're moving on to the next one. So here it is.
1: <laughs> the taste of nuts and honey, Mr. Screw. Ah! come back things to do. Mr. Scrooge, honey nut curios, it's Christmas. My customary gruel will suffice. It's honey nut curios blends golden honey and crunchy nuts. Listen.
0: Don't you say honey and nuts. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. So this one's a little bit more on the nose than the previous commercial But I don't know It might be a nostalgia element Why I quite like it But They played this one For a good few years Didn't they? They played this one For a long time Yeah They did But then they I don't know When they stopped hmm. But then they brought it back And then it disappeared again Um And Were there other versions Outside of this one? Because it sounded like they're, like You were talking about it before And it sounded like Maybe there was another version That wasn't 1989 I th- I remember they changed the
1: the the actor for the bee.
0: Oh, I and think, did they change you know. the song at the end as well? Nobody! Yeah, this, this is nobody can say no to Honey Nut Cheerios. Right. So, so yes, and this is the Honey Nut Cheerios bee commercial. So, recap of what it is. It's Ebenezer Scrooge very angrily writing in his desk and being very miserly. And then a cartoon bee... Busby, the mascot of Honey Nut Cheerios. He couldn't even in. hire a
1: real person.
0: <laughs> so this guy's acting against a cartoon. So he he waltzes in. I wonder and, what he was acting against. Like a probably guy just with a guy light or on a, his head. a ball. Like that's usually how it is. It's kind of this live action stuff. Anyway, Busby comes in with his a, a, Honey Child. Nut, a Honey Nut box and pretty much just chats with Scrooge about, you know, eating it and he shows him how to eat it, like put milk in it and stuff like that. And then when Scrooge finally looks up from his paperwork to see the honey nut Cheerios, he's just like, Oh, this is this. I might, I might eat this cereal. And he does. And he's very happy. And he has smiling. apparently
1: his favorite food, honey and nuts. I know.
0: <laughs> Did you say honey and nuts? I do like how the bee is just being nice. Yeah, the bee is just being a little guy. He's just he's not like, Oh, uh,
1: could you give me a raise or something? Or. Well, I mean he's he's allowed to ask for a raise. (laughs) This guy's like really mean.
0: Yeah. And he's he's just like, Don't you want this cereal? And he's just giving it to him for free. You know, I mean
1: pushy either. He's he's like being nice.
0: Yeah. And Scrooge is just smiling when he's eating the cereal. And then the bee flies away to let, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge happily eat his cereal. So he's just like, Here, I just wanted to give you cereal. Enjoy it. Goodbye. Um, the choir they they sing it, the the thing right it's a honey of an o it's a honey of an o so like in 1989 oh, the ad had a um there there have been a ton of ad like taglines and sometimes they go into each other but from 19 this is 89 right so it's honey it's it's a honey of an o is actually like the first um so, Honey Nut Cheerios has been around since 1979, and it wow. was its first slogan, Honey Nut Cheerios, remember? That
1: doesn't seem too far away from what I remember. I thought it would be like a, a 50s or a 60s brand.
0: Maybe Cheerios has been around longer, but Honey Nut Cheerios oh, is definitely...
1: true. I mean, even Honey Nut Cheerios.
0: Yeah. So, Honey Nut Cheerios is, from 1979 to 2004, it said a Honey Nut of an O. And then they brought it back 10 years later in 2014. So It's a Honey of an O continues to be a slogan that exists if you watch a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial. Now, I remember watching this commercial in the 90s. And like you said, at the end of it, it goes, nobody can say no. Because the... I thought it was
1: slogan. the 2000s though, right?
0: Well, the slogans was Nobody Can Say No to a Honey Nut no Cheerios from 1995 to 2004. Yeah, but wasn't it the, the 2000s or so that it
1: reappeared or was it the late 90s? I don't think it was the late 90s. I think it was early to mid-2000s. Okay,
0: like. well, either way, 2004 is when they stopped using Nobody Can Say No. Because
1: I remember it came back and I was like, oh, I remember that nice commercial when I was a little kid and then they changed the
0: new slogan and I
1: was like, oh...
0: Doesn't be, healthy, really. be healthy oh gross there's one that says must be the honey 2013 to present based on nelly's ride with me must be the honey or must be the money drop
1: that beat if you want to go inside with me supposed to be on your tv oh how did i get this way?
0: That's awful. Why would you do this, Honey Nut Cheerios? Anyway, let's stick with the 1989 commercial. So, like you said, um, this version has the original voice actor. Um, and you can definitely tell the difference because the second, the voice actor after that was Billy West, who does the voice of like everybody. <laughs> he's like Bugs Bunny and he's like, Fry from Futurama, and he's the Honey Nut Cheerios bee. And he's Stimpy. And he's Stimpy. So he's everyone. But before that, um, you could hear Arnold Stang was the voice until 1990s. This was probably one of his last commercials doing the voice of the bee. And I always remember that because I didn't know that they changed the commercial as a kid, because I remember hearing this original one. And I remember the voice sounding really like timid and kind of weird versus Billy West, who had a bit more of a stronger tone. So I thought I actually was going a bit mad. So it's kind of nice that I've listened to this again because I wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> Arnold
1: Stang had been around for like ever too. What did he, he do? He was in like a, a 1969 movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Hercules in New York. What? It was his friend, remember?
0: He I've never seen Hercules in New York. Or in New York or whatever.
1: But yeah, he, he's been around for a while. That's
0: interesting. And I remember
1: ah. he also did another commercial that we watched for your kids. WWF, no, WWE, Wrestling Bunnies. Wow, okay. Like, oh, well, yeah, well, well.
0: He had this weird little squeaky voice. Huh. So he was the B, which actually I just found out today that the B didn't have a name until 2000. Um, a student named him Busby. That doesn't sound right. I thought they would have it since... Yeah, I thought so up. too. I guess maybe maybe he was like colloquially known as Busby. That's really weird. Um, okay, back to the commercial. <laughs> um, I think one of the good things about it is that it brings in Scrooge and that's just a kind of a classic Christmas thing. That's kind of fun to um, yeah. harken back to. It could be seen as kind of tacky. <laughs> How? Well, I mean, it's an ad going, you know, here, eat our honey nut Cheerios. Let's bring in Scrooge, like a famous literary character. You know, it's, it's, but kinda... they could have
1: like Santa Claus and he's a folk character. It's universal. Well,
0: Santa Claus, no, the Santa Claus as we know him is pretty much the one that was made by Coca Cola, which is actually what? a really, really good segue into our next commercial. Now, this one is probably one of the most famous. This one's probably one of the most famous commercials. And I say this, but I actually, well, you know what? I'm going to play it and then I'll I'll give my thoughts on that. All All right. right. Here we go. that's so corny um (laughs) so that was uh the hilltop coca-cola commercial featuring it's kind of legendary now yeah so okay so that's actually what i was going to say like is it actually uh, so when i think about it i i don't actually know how i know this because i never saw this commercial like i didn't see it as a kid
1: popular culture staple now like i think
0: the actually things. the way that i know it is through the simpsons
1: yeah a popular culture thing and they I mentioned suppose it so type. it's just kind
0: of funny how this kind of stuff carries through because like a lot of pop culture that i know sometimes you'll watch it and you'll realize like oh yeah like i know that because i have a vague recollection of watching it as a kid or seeing it or something like that or like even you know like knowing pop culture about Old movies like Cary Grant, or I don't know, some other old guy, or watching like a Midnight Cowboy, these kinds of things. It's like I've actually seen them. And I have some kind of relationship with them And I understand pop culture references To it because I've seen those films But commercials are kind of things that are A moment in time So if you didn't see the commercial Or if you didn't see Or if they don't
1: play it every Christmas
0: Yeah, or if you didn't see the frenzy around it Like, you know, The Simpsons It had its like really extreme heyday In the early 90s where there was like Simpsons Mania And there were Bart toys And we lived through some of that So we can remember some of that that exists with that But again, moment in time So for this, what's really interesting is that, like, you know, okay. So the the, the basically, it's just
1: showing a bunch of like kids, like what teenagers and such. Teenagers and adults,
0: young adults, sitting
1: around each other. In it's panning through their faces, and they're different colors. There's like an Asian girl, there's a black boy,
0: there's an Indian guy, there's a cowboy, there's a guy in football uniform, all all holding, and they're all sitting on a hillside holding candles
1: but their formation as it pulls back shows them in some form of christmas tree looking thing
0: so they're in the shape um, of a christmas tree yeah
1: yeah some of them are wearing white sweaters and when it pulls back you could see like the the tinsel string it looks like a tinsel string of a of a hmm. tree and it's all lit up it's it's nice i like yeah.
0: it yeah it's very cheesy to me, like just the sound of it sounds really set. And then it
1: jingles at the end.
0: <laughs> it's the real thing. Yeah, which was Coca-Cola's slogan at the time. But um, kind of going back to what I was saying a moment ago, is it's just interesting how this kind of stuck itself in pop culture, which I wonder if it's carried through. Because if you think about me knowing it in The Simpsons, so I was a kid in the 90s watching, it, watching The Simpsons. And the people who are writing The Simpsons were people that were alive in the 70s and consuming pop culture in the 70s. So they were feeding me content from the 60s and 70s. So, remember when Lionel Hutz thinks about a world without lawyers?
1: Mr. Hutz, when I grow up, I wanna be a lawyer just like you.
0: Good for you, son. If there's one thing America needs, it's more lawyers. Can you imagine a world without lawyers? Oh. yeah and then it does that i'd like to teach so that's my kind of reference point to it and we probably talk to our parents and they'll be like oh yeah i remember this commercial what i kind of wonder but is it, are we the point in which this commercial ended like i have yeah, a tenuous it, I, connection it doesn't it doesn't
1: exactly like play all the time but it doesn't play really at really all cool. as far
0: as i'm aware
1: it's still really well known. They put it in a Super Bowl. Updated, yeah. But.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right about that. So maybe that's people's kind of connection to it. It's interesting, though. I, I think this was just kind of an interesting one to think about how it's kind of handed down, how pop culture filters down, but the more ephemeral pop culture versus movies and TV and stuff like that.
1: Um, so still got chain power, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I think it was such a big, big moment for Coke that they do have to keep kind of calling back to it. I would suspect that if you are in Coke, like you work for the Coke company, this is probably like a big deal in some kind of way to them. Um, and right.
1: that jingle itself became like a hit on the radio and stuff.
0: Yeah. So I'll give you kind of a a run through of this. So this commercial was like a positive message of, you know, hope and, you know, people being kind to each other. So Coke has this history of doing that type of thing. So basically what I mean by that is Coke doesn't want to attach itself to just great taste. Like it's not just great taste. That's part of it. What it's values that it wants to you to attach to it, associate with it is happiness and good times and family and stuff like that. So things you can't actually quantify in a way. So that's why, you know, there was that slogan, open happiness. So Coke has done an excellent job of connecting itself with feelings and concepts in that way. Um, with this being one of those kind of hallmarks of them doing that. So it's not so much like, uh, yeah. here, buy a Coke. It's There's definitely, I'd like to buy the world of Coke, but it's kind of you know let's all be together let's and share together. Be happy together
1: drinking this thing
0: so the idea you were talking about it what, what was how did how did that kind of come about
1: uh one of the the ad execs was stuck in an airport and he was all mad and then <laughs> he saw some people that's relatable uh, because he was stuck there for a while he was getting angrier and then he saw a bunch of people at the cafeteria or something they were all laughing and they all had coke in their hands Hmm. he was like let me and then he wrote on a napkin i'd like to buy the world of coke Ooh!
0: and then i guess he made that into a song or something
1: he took it to some people and then the radio jingle became a hit on the for they like expanded it later on
0: into like like a, a, a proper song yes Ooh. Um I only know more about like kind of the TV commercial um but that's kind of interesting. So basically this guy was mad and then saw a bunch of people like clinking coke glasses all happy and he was like ah okay this is this is this is what I need to capture. So there was a version of this ad before, So the one we're talking about is the holiday one, which makes yeah. sense because it's the Christmas one. And this kind of sentiment really works well for Christmas. But there was an original ad of the hilltop singers, the, the hillside singers, excuse me, being That's on the awesome. side of a hillside going, I'd like to buy the World Coke. Um, so because this was so popular and so successful, this, the original ad cost like over a million dollars in like today's money, which is yeah. crazy. But whatever, I guess Coke do it. Um, They, you know, they kind of rejiggered it. So they did it in the mid 70s. They did this holiday one where it's like they make a Christmas tree and it's just, you know, happy holidays from Coke. Um, So this one does play every now and then over the years. I don't think they still do. It probably played in the 80s, maybe early 90s. But I don't remember seeing much about it. No, I don't.
1: I don't they don't show it too much. Maybe they should go back to it. It's
0: nice. It would be interesting to see it again like oh if you're watching TV like hey it's that one because I'm pretty sure there people are in our parents kind of age group that would love to see that again just kind of out there. But kind of following on this um like you were saying a minute ago when I was kind of going off on my weird tangent about like how does pop culture go down? Um uh, they've because this is such a big deal I think to Coke, they've redone it in a few different ways in the 90s and the you know uh, 2000s and stuff like that um so yeah it's kind of cool like basically um in every every decade they've kind of resurfaced it in some way so the most more so the song right it's kind of like saying i'd like to buy the world a coke or playing like a little jingle There in the back, I think in In 1990, they did a reunion where it showed the singers with their kids and stuff like that. So it it exists and it kind of permeates Oh, the, the days are coming Oh, the days, all days are coming all all The
1: days, days are coming. That's another I like Christmas album. Like buy the world of coke. All all the days
0: are coke. And the polar bears, they got a lot of Christmas ones. They do. They so, have cool. a lot of like I mean the polar bears one was amazing. I, it just because of the CGI and I really liked like cute polar bears when that Was started.
1: that like toward the beginning of CGI? Like, Whoa. Oh, it totally was at the beginning. Of it. It's like these
0: bears are doing crazy
1: things. Um it just really oh, good. The first thing that wowed me with CGI was uh, Toy Story,
0: which is ninety five. Oh yeah, that looked really good. Yeah, it looked really good. Even Toy Story time. looked amazing, and it still holds up pretty nicely. But
1: those bears came before; I'm pretty sure. But were they CGI at the time?
0: Yes, yes, they were. I think the bears came out in nineteen like ninety. I
1: r- vaguely remember a controversy with the movie Natural Born Killers, um, that and we're going to play bears. the polar bear commercial in the background when there was murder or something happening, and Coca Cola and a bunch of other people are like, "Oh no, that's weird." But I don't remember if they were CG at that point. We used to see our fathers like CG tapes from like the eighties and early nineties, and they looked kind of weird. So it sticks out to me a little weird like that it like prior to toy story everything looked weird to me then yeah everything looked toy story it looked real
0: like kind of half uncanny everything looked cumbersome um but they still did really well so this was uh in 1993 so it came out in 93 93
1: 94 okay the movie was 94 okay yeah so what we're saying is that coca-cola does have a lot of cool seasonal advertising
0: yeah they 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 basically made the the santa claus like the 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 look of santa that we think about like you know the kind of ads in the
1: 90s right like from now of course
0: coca-colas have been around since like the 1800s or whatever yeah of course but like they they didn't create so this is an interesting thing off the coca-cola's page but like but it's kind of known in a way. And this goes into kind of the marketing advertising world, just like I was talking about with this perfect harmony hillside song commercial thing um, in like marketing advertising circles. It's one of the big ones because it really does do an excellent job of encapsulating Coke, wanting to create that feeling. And the fact that they were able to create kind of that song that ended up being like a big, you know, hit to commercial hit and everything like that really just shows like, yeah, Coca Cola is really good at marketing and advertising.
1: It's weird because it's like a forced association because it's just a sugary drink. You could be, you could force it into anything. It's a like, forced association. Summer is cool and you cool down, but it's but the, just a drink. Or you could be like, oh, you're at work and you drink Coke or something. It's like, okay, whatever. Well,
0: personally, I think like a lot Germany of harmony with this sweet drink. But personally, I think a lot of different. I think people probably took from Coke's page, but like, I think a lot of companies and drinks and things like that try to associate themselves with a feeling and try to associate themselves with something so like if you think of i don't know energy drinks or something like that um it matches up a little bit more because they have caffeine and stuff but it's supposed to be like cool you be like working out or something yeah stuff like that but and i think again this is probably more so from the coke universe of associating it with that because coke has been around for a long time and i think they started transitioning into that zone rather than touting necessarily you know uh this tincture will bring you vigor um and (laughs) like at a certain vigor santa claus at a certain point, they transitioned to a bit more like, let's do this. Let's associate with feeling. And I think they've had a longer time to be able to cultivate that. That's You know, Coca-Cola is probably one yeah, of the most yeah. widely drunk drinks in the world. Meanwhile, you get new brands that come out. It's a lot harder to just be like, we're going to associate ourselves like- immediately, in- and you'll agree, with beauty. You know, it's, it's, it's hard it to do it. Wasn't it an
1: accident or something? like? the formula they're making seltzer but the syrup i don't remember
0: something like that but to to kind of focus back in on christmas the santa claus thing um the drawing of santa claus is our version of santa claus so in 1931 they wanted the to do Santa already? for the advertisements. So it's the, you know, the big guy with the cheeks and the beers and smiling like that. So the the vision of Santa as we kind of see him as consumers is very much well
1: with very a strongly
0: a Coke tied to a Coke invention. I'm not necessarily saying they they invented Santa Claus, but like the one that we think of when we think more in the consumer kind of sense is like they had zombies
1: coke. before night of the living dead but that's the
0: beyond that point it's that's the zombie thing yeah so like yeah something like that and coke was the one that sort of made it what it was so they they didn't do it like they didn't invent it but the visual of the santa that we think of is that
1: so to so put a fine point on it they did a really good job with these things
0: um and now yeah. so like they like i was looking at a thing just now that was saying like that's not true but i think the idea is not so much that they didn't invent him it's just they really popularized yeah, they, that yeah, look they, of santa like that style of him
1: like, and that like, does come back every season i yeah. do see like the 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 glass bottles
0: Stuff. yeah yeah exactly so i i'm again i'm not saying coke invented santa <laughs> of course i'm saying that santa you know santa associated with some of the elements that we think about like people when they draw him again and again look very similar to the coke santa so that's kind of what i'm kind of getting at here um feel free to disagree with me um but that's my view. i will maybe disagree
1: with you when we go oh, to yeah. the review
0: Okay, so okay. which one is your least I'm not going to say least favorite. What's a good way of putting it? Which one's third on your list of favorites?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of saying it because I really like all of these. They're yeah. all really nice. Uh, the feeling they give me is really nice. and Not just because of the repetition or the Christmasness, but their sentiment is just nice. Uh, I would go with I guess I go with uh, Hershey Christmas Bells because as nice as it is, it is just super simple. It's just someone essentially playing Jingle Bells with the bells. Hmm. The, the part that does it for you is the, the wiping of the brow of the little guy that pushes extra hard. But, yeah, it, it's nice. And even the updated one with the little girl and the dad, it's nice even though they get interrupted. Yeah, it's still nice. But its simplicity is, it doesn't add or subtract anything from me. I just look at it and I recognize it and I really like it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to disagree with you there. Um, <laughs> now, I think my number three for me is Ebenezer Scrooge and the Busby one. Like I said before, it's not the worst. It's just kind of like, it. it's little, it can, it can be seen a little tacky <laughs> just because it's like, let's, Interject a consumer cartoon product with to sell like Cheerios. It's still nice though. I really like it. Um, but I think that's yeah. more so. The, that that's why it's number three for me. It's just that kind of side of it. The kind <laughs> of like this this bees um, coming in to sell to essentially sell Cheerios to a guy. He gives it to him, but you, you kind of. What get if my they? Point. What if they made it realistic? There's like actual bee. Like if that a would bee would be <laughs> like the guy wouldn't accept that. Also, he probably would be a bit scared because why would a bee be talking to him? Um, but yeah, that one's the third for me. What's second for you? Um, let me think about it. Um
1: second would probably be the uh the coke.
0: I like too bad. Um sorry, as go memorable on. <laughs> as
1: the song is As memorable as a song is and I really like the message that everyone's coming together, everyone's happy, even though I guess not the whole world celebrates Christmas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is nice. Everyone's just coming together, and the little jingle cements it in. Coke, for me, it feels a little forced in there, because it could be anything. It's like Gillette or, or Ford or whatever. <laughs> I'd like
0: to buy the world a razor. Ugh, that sounds horrible. Um,
1: <laughs> Something like that.
0: I, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Overall, it's nice but again the simplicity
0: i agree with you doesn't and I, kill it for me but it's it's what it is so i agree with you i think yeah that one's my second favorite as well um i think the datedness of the 70s kind of gets me a little bit so that if i put that <laughs> to the side um i think it's a really cool one um it's just kind of funny at the same time because like i do think it landed at the right time because like imagine hearing a song very earnestly to you say, I'd like to buy the world Coke. You know, it's just really like you're saying, inserting a brand. into. I something. wonder. It, it feels really ham-fisted sometimes when you think like, about it.
1: Like we were going through like civil rights and Vietnam and stuff back then. Did that play into it with like the youth? So I have to come together and be happy. We were going through what? civil rights and like vietnam and stuff in the yeah. early 70s i wonder yeah. if that played into it
0: maybe maybe that did play into it i think maybe earnestness wasn't so frowned upon as well i mean we've talked about it in one of our previous like uh podcasts yeah. with like 80s and 70s versus like the 90s and 2000s it, the tone really changes um yeah. but yeah like i think it's kind of interesting to hear to see this is kind of like time capsule thing um, with uh, again, it's, 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 this really like, uh, I can't really say honest, but it, it does feel a little bit weird. Just hearing like them singing singing about holding each other's hands and lifting one another up and just being like, I'm going to buy you a Coke for that. Like, it just feels really consumery. Um, I don't, and
1: but. we weren't around back then. It was like, how much more cynical with like poison food attacks and other things has it changed?
0: Yeah, I feel like our point of view or where we're coming from probably we can't assess it as well as when it came as, out. Like, yeah, because you know, again, temporal, this is within a certain time frame. Um, everything, but even so ad. but even so, like putting that aside, that kind of just assessing that part of the ad. It is kind of nice. I do like candles. Um, The visual (laughs) is very pretty. Yeah. Um, But I do like the song as well because it does get kind of stuck in your head. Like, I think that's a big piece. It's an earworm. Yeah, it's an earworm. Okay, so then that means our top and third and first for us are just completely flipped.
1: So for me, as I've said, simplicity. For me, it's the story that did get to me for this one because. Yeah, even if you didn't know who Scrooge was, you could see that this guy is not completely – he's not a nice old man. He's crotchety and he's mean. And then this bee comes in to to try to be nice to him and give him food, like a nice, sweet, delicious treat. And it melts his heart and he's like, oh, yes, I would like to eat that. Mm. Brings a smile to his face and the little bee is happy. Mary Herschel?
0: You know, I should have mentioned that as well when I was talking about it. I do like that aspect of it. It's it's like a it's a sweet interaction. But,
1: but like you said, it uh which one is not least favorite? What did you say? This is which one is your Number favorite. three of your, your favorites. Favorite. Yeah. The, See, this is the thing we
0: can't this, do. This, just to cover these stuff. are
1: all really good. I like them. Yeah, all. they're
0: all very good. And for me, the tops, obviously, is the Hershey's one. Um, I think when we were talking about these, we both kind of went into why we really liked each one of these. Like, you can almost tell which one was our top ones. I think the Hershey's one is just so good. It's just very simple, very clear. Um, it really taps into, it really announces that Christmas is here as well. So just from a kind of viewer perspective, that's kind of a nice element. Um, like I said, there's personality within these, which is crazy within 15 seconds to have personality in Hershey's Kisses. I think that's the... the cool thing about it. Also, the look of a Hershey's kiss really does lend itself to being a bell. So whoever came up with that idea yeah, was okay. just like, you know, great idea. Um, it, it kind of looks lazy. It's like they just like squirted a
1: dollop out of something and it's like, oh, yeah, it does kind of look the shape of the food.
0: It's, okay, we're done. It's like no more inventing. We've finished. This is the pinnacle. But that's that's why I like it. Like, you know, it does the jingle bell song, or we wish you a Merry Christmas. And that's you know really christmasy so i already have the attachment because i know the song so it's giving me that piece of um I, I don't know what the word is but it's like kind of nostalgia you know how when like in songs when they sample other songs you're like ooh, i kind of like yeah. this song but it's because it kind of hacked into your brain and said like i <laughs> like this song because you already like this other old song so yeah so yeah, they're they're so, doing with something else. yeah so uh they do that with this But yeah, and it's just, I think within 15 seconds to accomplish that I think is really impressive and I think that's why I really like this commercial. Also, the colors are just stupidly appealing to me. It's around every year, so it's going to bury in your brain. But it's
1: nice. So so the other half of the review is, which would you buy? Which one would you buy based off of the commercial
0: alone? Hershey's Kisses for me. Um, The reason for that is, like I said, I really like the commercial the the focus, even though it's not the Hershey's Kiss, like that people are eating it or consuming it, um, it just looks like it's it's really actually really focused on the product. Like you look at the product and it's right in your face the entire time. And just looking at it now, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, I want to buy that little bag of Christmas Hershey's Kisses. So that's definitely... That's
1: I'd definitely go with that one too. Because the Scrooge is a story and you don't really have to have the Honey Nut Cheerios. And like I said, with the the Coke, it's really focused on the song and the concept. Coke's kind of just air floats at the end. Yeah. This one, it's, they're not bells, but they're the things you eat. And it's like, oh yeah. And it's just 15 seconds. like, I see it. I'm hungry for it. I want to get it. It's like Even though it's just, sinus. uh, more like they're just a different coating of the wrapper not the food and you yeah. still want to get it for christmas
0: <laughs> yeah it's cool i think that's what How makes they it out the
1: holiday <laughs> thing that doesn't make any sense Oh, uh, <laughs> like m&m's has like it's they take out everything but they're green and red so.
0: oh yeah that's true god i really want christmas candy anyway um cool all right i think we've actually covered everything then was fun i liked this one um yeah, i like really Christmas sweet. commercials i think for the most part we've watched over this year we've watched a lot of commercials that we like but i think the christmas ones always kind of stand out i think people make a big effort for them so um i could be wrong maybe they're just slapping a jingle bell but i guess they, song they more
1: that's... have i guess because of the 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 feel of togetherness it's it yeah, lets... less It feels less like of a product placement like Halloween. It's like, oh, scare your things or wear something cool.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, Okay. So with that, we are closing it off. So if you like us, thank you. Um, You can keep listening to our episodes and our podcasts. Um, You can listen on Spotify, Google, Apple. We're on anchor.fm, and that's where you can pretty much find all of our episodes, so if you like commercials, continue giving us a listen. and we're on Facebook and Instagram as retro ad review, and we do a lot of fun stuff on there, so just you know engage with us on there. It's kind of a fun place to talk to us because we just kind of chat with you there as well. We post a lot of commercials, so not just the ones we talk about in these ads. So with that, thanks and and have very- yourself. A Merry Little Christ- Merry Christmas. That was and really, really well coordinated. Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy the holidays of this year. Bye. Bye bye.